Championship Final, Bagnallstown Gales versus St Mullins, with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com Welcome to Netwatch Cullen Park for the JJ Cavanagh Sons Carlos Senior Hurling Final. County Final Day, regardless of what county or code, is a special day. A day in which parishes, communities and clubs come together and celebrate all that is good about sport. The excitement and buzz around the parish in the build-up to the big day. The quickly arranged flights home for those abroad, including for players and fans. The raising of the colours through bunting, flags and signs on every building, housing estate, statue and pub. Even the cars don't escape deck decorations with flags flying from windows. As we've learned in recent years, these occasions are nothing without people, and today the people have come en masse wearing green and white and black and green. There's a sense of joy and expectation among those who have come, come and I'm sure those listening around the world. From Bahana to Botswana, from Glynn to Ho Chi Minh, and from Dunlechni to Dubai, and Kilri to Kathmandu. This week also served as a reminder that you can't take these days for granted and you can't take joy for granted. We got a timely reminder of that in the last few days with the sad passing of Dylan Quirk of Clonulty Ross Moore and our very own Johnny Barry of KCLR. We send our condolences to the families and friends of both Dylan and Johnny. You only get one spin around this life, so when you can, enjoy the days that make it great and county final day is one of those days. Terence Kelly, what are you expecting from today? Well, absolutely. Just look out there, massive crowd here. Like you know, they're all dressed in their green and white for St. Mullins, their uh, green and black for for the Bangerstown boys. What am I expecting? Like it's 65 years for a lot of those players from uh, from uh, from Bangerstown, their fathers were born. You know, it's, a, it's, or it's 55 years, 1967. Right, they were presented with the cup in 1970 in the boardroom after St. Mullins couldn't feel the team. But you know, today this could be massive. As I said, Bangalstown beat Mount Leinster Rangers in 18 of the last 22 county finals. Like Leinster champions twice, All Ireland champions once, intermediate. Listen, they're on the way, they're on the way, on the, on the way down somewhat. Like you know, fair play to Bangalstown. Like they took their opportunity. It was no fluke victory. They won fair and square, 218 to 118. But St Mullins have a tradition: 27 titles, Ocean. I'm just saying, like they're 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 a club, you know, steep in hurling history down there, and uh, they're not going to be easily taken off the perch. And they aren't taking county final day for granted. I took a spin around St Mullins on Friday and the flags were up, the bunting was up, there was a great excitement around the place. So I went along the barrow up to Bagnallstown and how they got that much colour and decoration up in such a short space of time, I'm not sure. Let's go through the teams. For St Mullins, I know what you're probably asking yourself. Has Marty Cavanagh started? I got a text on Tuesday. It simply said, mouse, and it had an aeroplane emoji, meaning he was flying home. He is not named to start, and from what we can see from the teams marching behind the collection pipe band, he isn't starting. It is 1-15 to for St. Mullins, so let's give you that 1-15. to Kevin Kios in goal, John Doran, Paul Doyle and Cahill Connolly are across the full back line. Michael Walsh, the captain, is wearing number 6, Ger Cody and Paulie O'Shea at either side. Jack Cavanagh and Oshin Boland are in midfield. Jason O'Neill, Connor Kyo and James Doyle are the half-forwards. Then it's Philip Connors, Paddy Boland and John Doyle. For Bagnallstown Gales, there's one change to the team that's in the programme. Andrew Townend 
Townsend is in goal Niall Bulger replaces Andrew Casey at cornerback Dara Nolan and Sean Wall are the other two members of that full back line Alden Alfie Corcoran is the captain he's at centre back with Kean Doyle and Brian Doyle at either side uh, Jack McCullough and JP Tracy in midfield Danny Doyle Mark McDonald and Jamie Clark the half forwards Craig Doyle the very experienced campaigner who scored 234 so far in the championship is at full forward Paddy McDonald and Jack Doyle at either side our referee today by the way is Patrick Murphy from Ballinkillen uh, he's been refereeing since 2007 locally Patrick has refereed at all levels and has taken charge of many inter-county games he's also a member of the national panel in the past he's refereed an All-Ireland minor final that was back in 2019 the same year that St Mullins last won this title and going back to referee is Patrick refereed the match between St Mullins and Bangalastown Gales uh, in round three of the championship with Bangalastown Gales won by a point we have the it is a baking hot day in Netwatch Cullen Park there is a slight breeze as the anthem strikes up around Kilkenny and on to St Mullins or that might, is the question or might we have to wait for another week or two yes of course it being county final it can be replayed it can be replayed of yep. course Oshin, yeah? yep. a nice thing there to see before the parade also with the Bankstown lads uh, their full forward there Craig died his three little daughters parading in the thing thing of beauty just to look down on like the old fashioned parade before matches after the Covid after different things happening in the last couple of years was a thing of beauty you say skirting around Kilkenny it would of course go through Kilkenny Greg Namana the beautiful Greg Namana the ball in the game is on it's Bagnallstown Gales against St Mullins Bagnallstown Gale looking for a first ever senior title the ball is launched by Mark McDonald looking for an early score into the Sugar Factory end and he's got it of course the first ever senior title under the banner of Bagnallstown Gales St Mullins looking for a first since 2019 it's Bagnallstown who've got a good start 20 seconds gone they lead one point to no score yeah a crash can score like the ball broke in the middle of the field Jack, uh, Jack McCullough sent it back down Mark McDonald picked up the ball and sent it over the bar Alfie's on the ball Alfie took it on his own 45 hit it down the terrace side looking down the wing looking inside for Jamie Clark who's a lively hurler Jamie Clark pushed out wide flicks it back there to Danny Doyle Danny Doyle got it back to Clark Clark looking down the line for Craig Doyle it comes off his hurley he can't keep it in play or can he well it went off a St Mullins stick because it's out for a line ball to Bagnallstown between the 20 metre line and the 45 on the terrace side a sunshine a sun drenched terrace today yeah, the man that scored 234 already in the championship that's a total of 40 points look he's a massive massive hurling brain so he has a brilliant hurler so he is and uh, he's going to take this sideline ball Craig Doyle who came from a generation of Bagnallstown hurlers who thought at the start of their career they'd win a few of these but uh, it hasn't happened for 
one reason or another he drops it a line ball into the square it's batted away by Paddy O'Shea Paddy O'Shea gets to the 13 metre line hits it down the line Connor Joe leans into it Joe turns his man gets between the 45 and the 65 hits it down the wing looking for a forward inside the referee spots a foul and it will yeah. be a free into St Mullins where the ball landed in around the 45 inside the Bagnalls town half yeah in fact he's bringing it back because he was tackled as he was going to clear that ball O'Shea and uh, the referee he had, had, he had held up his hand for the advantage it didn't accrue so it's a free back in their own half back lane and Gerald Cody the man from St Mullins is getting ready to take this free final score Brighton 2 Manchester United 1 in the Premier League Leicester 2 Brentford 2 at half 4 West Ham taking on Manchester City St Mullins go long into the 45 it's caught by a forward that's Paddy Boland he's trying to turn and twist he's trying to get the ball up he can't he was bottled up he fouled and it's a free out to Baglandstown they're showing good fight here early on they've got the free just inside their own 45 middle of the pitch yeah Paddy Boland the man from Drummond grabbed that ball but he was deemed to carry the ball too far and banks around the attack Brian Doyle rushed the free was intercepted by Oshin Boland Oshin Boland hits it really to nowhere it bounces inside the 45 and much to the credit of the man on rushing James Doyle he did get to it but he couldn't get it up onto the stick as you'd expect early on in a game of such importance such intensity it's a real battle and no one is getting any space on the ball somehow McCullough gets to it tries to turn and hit it up the park from inside his own 20 metre line right in front of the stand it goes out over the line line ball to St Mullins just inside the 45 inside Town territory they're playing into the Dublin end in this first half yeah. and St Mullins will take this line ball to Jack Cavanagh it's actually between the 45 and the 20 Jack might fancy this there's a bit of movement in front from what will he do he doesn't go for it but he goes with a lovely pass to the edge of the D it's slotted over surely yes it is it's a really good score by Paddy Boland his first of the game three minutes and two seconds gone one point apiece a lovely line ball from Cavanagh he saw that Boland was running along the D Boland got it and tapped it over yes yeah, score 3-13 coming into this game he's the prolific forward so he is he grabbed that ball the pass from Jack Cavanagh and the rest is on scoreboard. Earlier on, Neve Grieve beat Carlotown 4-13 to 2-10 in the under-20 B final. They're looking to take the lead again through Mark McDonald, who took it just inside the 45 to the left of centre. He guided it into the Sugar Factory end. A sweet strike. Two points to one in favour of Bagnallstown. Three and a half minutes gone in the county senior hurling final live on KCLR's Carlo Frequency. If you want to listen to the Camogie final, you can do so on the Kilkenny Frequency and the very best of luck to Kilkenny. A long ball played out. Paddy Boland is under. Turns. Gets up to the 45. Hand passes to Jack Kavanagh Kavanagh hand passes it outside the runner's over the 20 metre line that's Jared Cody he sweeps it over the crossbar it's a lovely score into the Dublin road end two points apiece four minutes gone Terence Kelly yes and the crack and score from Jared Light Jared's well known as a halfback moved up the field got that bacon ball from Paddy Boland he sent it over the bar two points each four minutes gone it's been a long time coming this final for Town. the last time a team representing the area if you know what I mean got to a final was 2009 didn't go their way that day will it go their way this day Jamie Clark looked to me like he was pushed over on the 45 but the St Mullins defence cleared they're looking perhaps for Paddy Boland inside the 45 it's gathered by James Doyle who runs outside the 45 at a tight enough angle lets one go James Doyle puts it over his first of the game St Mullins lead three points to two four and a half minutes gone yeah a little bit of controversy about that he seemed to kind of get tangled up in his man as he was getting that ball listen referee let the play go and James did the rest goalkeeper goes long that's Andrew Townsend he had a good game last week the ball trickles out over the line it's a line ball to Bagnallstown right in front of the stand just inside the St Mullins 65 the last experience here was in 2013 they were beaten badly beaten by Mount Leicester Edge but in 2009 they put up a massive performance beaten by 2 points 113 to 111 Bagnallstown Gales 
line ball is pulled along the line looking to rescue it there is Alan Corcoran I beg your pardon uh, Michael Walsh he couldn't do so Michael Walsh does have it in hand now he's completely wrapped up in black and green the ball spills it almost fell to Doyle couldn't quite get it up a Baglandstown man has it he spills it down towards uh, Danny Doyle Danny Doyle couldn't get there and the defender gets in it was very good work by Paul Doyle he kind of sweeps it back to the goalkeeper Kevin Kyo Kevin Kyo dances up to the 13 metre line Terra side farms it long down the park it's going to drop in or around the Baglandstown 45 dropping the high ball was Brian Doyle sweeping up was Alfie Corcoran he couldn't get it into the hand Brian Doyle goes in to try and get it up there's a real scramble here on the 45 and someone's escaping with it it was Niall Bulger Niall Bulger gets it outside to JP Tracy JP Tracy has a look up he's just inside the 65 goes long looking for Doyle Doyle chasing after it Kevin Kyo takes it on the bounce he's hit and hit hard by Doyle and it's a free out Craig Doyle with the foul there free out to St Mullins six minutes gone three points to two in favour of St Mullins yeah, Craig then crashed into the guard as he was coming out with the rest of that ball like he tumbled him over like but it's a free out with the same one as Kevin from behind is the one that's going to take the free Kevin Kyo the 31 year old with five county senior titles he'd love to add a sixth he'd love to get to another Leinster final but that is something we can discuss if they get there it is a big if but it's looking good for them right now as Jason O'Neill gets up to the 20 metre line after a ball broke his way and he just slipped it over clipped it over the crossbar from the left hand side the terrace side 4-2 St Mullins six and a half minutes gone it's 21st point of this championship 2-14 coming into it he clipped up that ball very near the far sideline just looked to his left and sent the ball over the bar good score for St Mullins four points to two almost seven minutes gone a very good score from Jason O'Neill the 22 year old ball fired out by Andrew Townsend it's a really good catch on the 65 by JP Tracy who goes low down to Mark McDonald who's already got two points from play McDonald spills it under pressure and it's spilled into the path of Oshin Boland the midfielder he's wrapped up between the 45 and the 65 inside his own half falls to McCullough McCullough is bottled up you're going to hear that term bottled up an awful lot here because it is happening an awful lot it dropped on the ground Philip Connors pulled on it somehow it's fallen to Paddy Boland Boland trying to shake off the defender as he approaches the 20 metre line he was fouled on the way through it's a free intercept Mullins and it was what I'd call a clever foul from the defender because if Paddy Boland was allowed to drive on there he was in on goal yeah listen the big man like Paddy his good hand like you know as uh, Darren Noel the full back he, he had to take one for the parish there you know as I said he was going through and he just kind of bottled him up it was a free in and uh, you know this should be simple simple tap over for James Dial. James Doyle standing over he's already got one from play he's looking for one from a free this is to make it a three point game seven minutes and 42 seconds in two points for James Doyle five points for St Mullins two points for uh, Baglandstown Gales five to the score yeah five to the score like you know it's a cracking game like everything is good like the sun is shining the grass is good and I'm just saying that you know it's a, it's a really really good game ball is sent long might bounce into the path of Mark McDonald he's now been tightly marked but somehow he got it to JP Tracy who's just inside the St Mullins 65 and he raises the white flag from just to the right of centre a brilliant score from JP Tracy it's a two point game again 5-3 St Mullins lead 8 minutes gone yeah he missed a lot of the championship through injury he came back last week for the semi-final he scored two crackers again Mount Celeste the Rangers and he's on the ball again as you said yourself Terence, it's been a long long wait for Town Gales Kerry lads were talking about an 8 year famine they've had a 55 year famine Ball finds its way here to John Doyle. John Doyle somehow shakes off the defender. He's just outside the D. Has a shot. Has he cut across it? He has, but not enough to put it wide. John Doyle gets his first of the game. And it's six points to three in favour of St Mullins. Just under nine minutes gone. I know it's not technically 55 years. The 1971 Bagnells Town themselves, they didn't want it, so they're not counting it either. Yeah, listen, listen. They don't even talk about going back to that point. John, big John Doyle from Ballabeg, you know, grabbed a good ball. He got a goal and two last week. He's a decent hurler, this lad said he's only 20 year old he's one of the new kids on the block watch out for this chap 
line ball for Brian Doyle just outside the St Mullins 65 under the shadow of the stand an absolutely packed stand today and a great atmosphere as well doesn't quite catch it right it might fall the way of McCullough McCullough lets it off for uh, Jack Doyle Jack Doyle trying to pick it up gets it back to Alan Corcoran Alfie as he's better known hits it down towards the 20 metre line the defender read it but then dropped it then gathered it up again it was Oshin Poland uh, an attempted stick pass out of defence it was intercepted by Paulie O'Shea he was lucky to get to it Paulie O'Shea rides the tackle gets up to the 45 loses it it's pinballing around the potato the hot potato like slitter is just being thrown around and passed from pillar to post the ball breaks inside the uh, Baglandstown 20 metre line scarpering back after it is Dara Nolan pressurised by Paddy Boland Nolan has to be careful here sweeps it out to the right hand side it trickles out over the line line ball to St Mullins on the uh, 13 metre line at Baglandstown yeah there's a misprint on that programme also Oshin Dykes number 13 for, for Bangstone Gales is now with Jack Dyle as a matter of fact he's Jake Dyle Jake Dyle yeah Jake Dyle is his name I said it's just a misprint on the programme and I'm just saying he's one of, one of the new kids on the block a brilliant underage player he's one of the new kids on the block and no doubt he's got the right stuff Baglandstown looking to clear it if they possibly can it's Niall Bulger who hits it in between the 65s trying to sweep it up now is Jer Cody Jer Cody doesn't get to it but his teammate does and goes with a stick pass just inside the 65 the shot from a tight enough angle Terrasai just inside the 65 if it goes over it's a wonderful score and it has a beautiful score St Mullins are really hitting their stride here they're finding scores easier to come across than uh, Bagnellstown and that one came off the stick of John Doyle second of the game he's now on 2-9 for the championship 10 and a half minutes gone St Mullins 7 points Bagnellstown 3 points yeah Chap with a brilliant hand, so he has his dad like Lockman played a centre back for many, many years with the Saints down there. Like, but this young lad, he's you know, he said they brought home the right child. This is a good hurler. <laughs> I love that phrase, they brought home the right ch- child. Danny Doyle is on it, he gets a pass inside. Baglandstown are up to the 20 meter line, trying to pick it up on the run. There's a Baglandstown forward who tries to clip it over from a tight angle inside the 13. He gets a much needed score from the terrace side, hitting it into the sugar factory end. It was not so much well worked as well battle for 7-4 is the score say Mullins lead we've got 11 minutes and uh, 15 seconds on the clock yeah that was Jack McCullough the man from Lenahari and just uh, picked up that ball from a very very tight angle he slotted it over the bar good score from Jack brilliant score from Jack uh, a much needed one for his team as well Jack McCullough he's going to be a man who's going to be one of the central figures here today you feel Alfie Corcoran from his own 45 on the wing lovely ball down the park caught by Paddy McDonald who turns tries to get away from Michael Walsh McDonald still going up to the 20 up to the 13 it drops on the ground he pulls it and Kevin Joe just sweeps it away looking to get under the breaking ball at Jerk Cody he has it on the 20 metre line and he taps it out to the right hand side looking for the wing back to get onto it but it's dispossessed and it's Mark McDonald who has it looks to me like he's fouled he gets it off there to Jake Doyle Jake Doyle has a shot from inside the 45 at a very tight angle it lobs in the air and Kevin Kyo was able to take it out of the sky without even jumping no one challenged him and he just smacked it down the park it breaks kindly for Bagnellstown Gales they had a chance of a goal there and a chance of a point Terence they didn't take either we'll come back to that in a second because Conor Kyo is battling for possession inside the 45 inside the Bagnellstown half St Mullins have it just outside the 45 lovely ball finds its way to John Doyle on the 20 metre line John Doyle tries to swing out a pass he does find his man the route to goal is blocked so he just taps it over for a point that was James Doyle his third of the game he's second from play 12 and a half minutes gone St Mullins 8 points uh, Bagnelltown Gales 4 points yeah you have to you know if I, John Dyer has played a big part so far in this game he's after catching a few vital balls he's after scoring and that 2 points were set but he laid off that one for James Dyle who was on his third this game on KCLO brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see Don, Dan Morrissey and Co.com Baglandstown go with a long ball they're looking for Craig Doyle Craig Doyle they couldn't find him then he's battling hard for it gets a bit of help from Jack Doyle Jake Doyle gets 
in the way of a swing yeah. of a hurley there. It was a little bit wild. It looks to me like it could oh, be a free. Probably. Maybe it could be a card. Let's hope it's not red. Let's hope it's only yellow. He wasn't doing it on purpose. It was a little bit loose. It was a little bit reckless. It is definitely a free. But is it something more? It's Carl Connolly who's well, been spoken to. It's going to be a yellow card. But it was shouted out. Like, you know, he kind of, he, he went for the ball. He went for the ball 100%, like, you know. And he went to swing and got on balance, kind of cut him across the leg. It's a free in, in the story. It's a yellow card. Jake Doyle, very brave, throwing himself after that one. Knew what was going to come. A yellow card, right decision by the referee. And a free for Baglanstown. Now, the big question is, is, is Jake Doyle okay? He's still getting treatment. Yeah, Jake, as I said, one of these new kids, he was a, his chap was a brilliant underage player. His brother, of course, of James Dyle, is the brother of, of, um, of the full forward also, Craig Dyle. And, uh, you know, he said, a very, very good hurling family. His granny and granddad are here underneath us here outside the press box. But I'm just saying, listen, the family steeped in hurling. Craig Doyle about to strike the free 234 in the championship so far this season yet to score today he's between the 20 and the 45 inside the St Mullins half he's just outside that shadow the shadow of the stand facing the scoreboard end bending, lifting, striking that's straight and through from Craig Doyle who gets his first of the county final three between them 14 minutes gone St Mullins 8 points Baglandstown Gales 5 points yeah, I think he got about 10 last week I said he got most of them from most of them. I think he got 3 from play and 6 or 7 from freeze like, but he's a lovely hurler he's been there for many many years and he's still only 32 I think long ball hit by Kevin Joe what an experienced keeper he is it's bouncing down towards the 20 metre line running back to get it is Kean Doyle Kean Doyle is really pressurised there but a beautiful sidestep gets up to his own 20 metre line stick past it finds a teammate who takes it in hand and he hits it diagonally across the park looking for Jake Doyle who's back up and running he's fine he's still being picked up there but well, it's actually Paulie O'Shea who's now picking up him rather than Cahill Connolly the ball runs out over the line it's a line ball to St Mullins between the 45 and the 65 inside their own half right in front of the stand yeah like Paulie O'Shea he's only 20 year old also he's from Ballinaban over down this lower side of St. Bonner's like he's, he has a policing job to do it here on Jake Dial and uh, you know as I said he's on a very good player pulled on by Paul O'Shea it's low and it's intercepted can Town make that possession stick it's kicked forward by uh, Jack, Jake, Jack McCullough Jack McCullough couldn't get it into the hand Corkin goes in to try and dig it up St Mullins now have it Paulie O'Shea had it then dropped it then had it again then dropped it again there's a scramble between the 65s kicked forward by Philip Connors but intercepted brilliantly by Brian Doyle who looks for a lob ball down the wing Craig Doyle comes out to meet it turns his man gets inside the 13 he's at a tight angle he's route to goal was blocked brilliantly by Paul Doyle Craig Doyle gets it up again he's on the end line tries to keep it in play pulls on it gets it to Darren no one. Danny Doyle I beg your pardon Danny Doyle manages to slip it to Mark McDonald, but McDonald was crowded out he couldn't get a shot away they're defending ferociously the St Mullins backs they're not giving the Bagnallstown gay lads any time any space trying to get into a bit of space here is Jamie Clark he couldn't do so coming back to help out his defence is Philip Connors there was a bit of a stray hurley there it's a free out to St Mullins just outside the D inside their own half right hand side as they look down the park 16 minutes gone St Mullins 8 Bagwell's 10-5 yeah and Kevin Kehoe is the man coming out from the goal line to take this free as I said uh, the wind I don't think there's any really wind today O'Shea and it doesn't seem to be favouring anybody such if anything it might be helping St Mullins but uh, you know they the look comfortable enough St Mullins as I said 8 points to 5 and almost 17 minutes gone Kevin Kehoe striking the free close enough to the 45 inside his own half it's going to drop on the opposition 20 metre line it drops kindly there for Brian Doyle Brian Doyle though couldn't get it into the hand and that's not a criticism it's just a, a measure of the intensity of this match and the marking in it from both teams 
teams and the battling qualities of both teams sent long out of defence by McCullough looking for Jamie Clark to run onto it Jamie Clark does bat it down into the path of Danny Doyle Danny Doyle collects it right in front of the terrace hits it into the corner chasing after this Paddy McDonald. Paddy McDonald just can't get it under control and it bounces out over the line 17 minutes gone 8-5 St Mullins lead yeah listen that was a ball was hit a little bit too fast and you know the dry conditions let the ball run over the line and Paddy McDonald a little bit disappointed because Paddy is fairly speedy but the ball was a little faster on the equation last night Navon beating Mount Leinster Rangers by 6 points in the intermediate final if you would like you can go back and listen to that on scoreline.ie Kevin Kiel launching the puck out long 8-5 his team lead the ball rebounds into the path of Jack Kavanagh Kavanagh somehow finds his way through it is in fact Philip Connors Connors up to the 20 Connors up to the 13 at a tight angle outside the square flicks it inside beautiful goal by Jason O'Neill he didn't even catch it he ran onto it and volleyed it with his stick it was like a tennis strike first goal of the county final goes to St Mullins 18 minutes gone St Mullins 1-8 Bagwellstown Gales 5 points Jason O'Neill with the goal yeah five. Philip Connors did a lot of spade work he carried that ball maybe 35 maybe 40 he's flicked it into him on the inside and you know Jason O'Neill he was the one that beat Rangers in two, in, what, two years ago in the last minute of the game but this is a free down with the Bangladesh town but the goal was very well taken yeah, he ran down the left wing terrace side got inside he was just outside the square inside the 13 and flicked it inside and running onto it was Jason O'Neill who volleyed it beautifully it looked easy it was anything but great goal for St Mullins they lead by 6 with 18 minutes gone what would be your advice to Bagnall's Town Gales here Terence as we finally have a stoppage a game that hasn't quit since the very start of the match since the ball was thrown in yeah listen like you said uh, what would your advice to Bagnall's Town like you know they'll have to get a little bit tighter like St Mullins look to be a very very fit team so they are and young Jason O'Neill that time like he's only 22 years of age I said you know the young man he's from um, uh, just as he went to St. Butler's but uh, uh, like Bangstown they're finding it difficult to keep up with him as I said 1-8 to 5 points is a kind of a bit of a mountain starting to appear but Craig Dyle is going to take this free he has a free which he hasn't caught right but it still might work out jumping onto it there was uh, Paddy McDonald. now it's Jamie Clark trying to pick it up but once again the St. Mullins backs do their work they get on top they get the possession and Paulie O'Shea hits it long he's looking down the line for Connor Keogh running out to try and meet it there was uh, Jason O'Neill the goal scorer but Bagnallstown have it back and it's with Brian Doyle but Brian Doyle can't get any time can't get any space spills it Jason O'Neill has it runs out of pitch or has he it's hard to see from the uh, commentary position that's probably a line on the ball line there yeah it is a line Bagnallstown. ball it's a line ball to Bagnallstown just outside their own 20 metre line on the stand side yeah he was shouldered out there he was shouldered out there he met, uh, he met Beanie Doyle and uh, he just hit him on the shoulder and sent him out anyway and he's going to take the reserves on sideline ball Brian Dine himself the Camogie final is underway remember if you want to listen to that you can do so on our Kilkenny frequency earlier on in the Premier League Manchester United beaten by Brighton and uh, West Ham playing at 4 o'clock ball goes long Paddy McDonald takes it he's running towards the D can McDonald find a route through no he's crowded out and now cleaning it up is Jack Cavanagh Cavanagh's lost it again Clark dispossessing the ball goes on the ground but it's Paul Doyle who storms out Paul Doyle passed it out to the left hand side a swing and a miss from John Doran but picking it up now is Oshin Boland Oshin Boland gets it out to Jerk Cody Jerk Cody lobs it down the wing and it's batted down into the path of uh, Niall Bulger Bulger can't quite get there St Mullins have it again through John Doyle John Doyle isolated gets a hand pass inside to James Doyle James Doyle trying to get a shot away referee was playing advantage free into St Mullins just inside the Bagnallstown 65 just to the left of centre they've got whatever breeze there is at their backs in this first half yeah. St Mullins they're playing into the Dublin road end yeah once again like John Dyle is one who's causing an awful lot of problems he's a huge big man great hands so he has and you know he was the one he was kind of bottled up bottled up illegally as the referee deemed and James Dyle will go for his point number four three from play already no two from play 
and this one he's going to try to uh, make it his fourth point. James only home from his honeymoon a few weeks ago, yep. and to wish himself and Estelle many, many years of health and happiness. As I say, you can listen to the All-Ireland Camogie final on the Kilkenny frequency, but if you want to listen to this and keep track of the Camogie, we'll tell you what's happening as well. One point apiece between Kilkenny and Cork. It's somewhat different here. St Mullins leading 1-8 to 5 points, 21 minutes gone, but James Doyle has this free as a silence falls over the crowd. He's just inside the 65 at a tight enough angle. He's in what I call the wing-back stroke, wing-forward yeah. channel, but he taps it over. Well, it was more than a tap, but he made it look so easy. James Doyle glides it over. 1-9 St Mullins, 5 points Town, 21 minutes gone. Yeah, one of Carlos best for the last number of years. Like, you know, he has been in an intercompany scene, an interclub scene for many, many years. As I said, this, this very, very good hurler. Referee blowing his whistle. It looked to me like there was a foul on Jack McCullough in the centre of the park. There was, and it's a free in to Baglandstown. They won't panic. A lot of their guys, although none of them have won a senior title, they have won titles at underage level, so they yeah. know how to win, and that's really, really important. Yeah, Paddy Boland's after picking up a yellow card there for kind of crashing into Jack McCullough, and uh, you know he's Paddy Boland who is after getting. Uh, in fact he's full forward like, but we're just saying he's, he's playing a big part in the game but he's have to get the yellow card for that for that attack on him Darren Nolan with the free between the 65s which he hits wide it was to the right of centre it was a difficult enough one into the scoreboard end 22 minutes gone St Mullins 1-9 Bagnellstown Gales 5 points yeah that's you know it's a, he'd be disappointed with that shot like he was a good bit out on right like but you know it's a Bagnellstown wide Bagnellstown need to start picking up a few scores or else County Final Day might get away from them trying to sweep it up now is Jack McCullough it won't be for the want of trying he hits it down the line Danny Doyle comes to meet it it looked to me like it came off the stick of Jer Cody it does and it's a line ball to Bagnellstown just inside the St Mullins 65 terrace side yes he paw the wire the well-known inter-county referee he was the Lions man also in the other final party he kind of signals that it's a Bagnellstown ball and Jack McCullough is the one that's being given the task I think it's Jack anyway that's taking the sideline ball to all the final score between Leicester and Brentford Manchester United losing 2-1 to Brighton at half four West Ham taking on Manchester City the camogie ongoing will keep you in touch with that the ball is intercepted by James Doyle but into the path of Brian Doyle Brian Doyle goes out wide looking for JP Tracy who gets his stick on it does keep it in play but then it's given away to Oshin Boland Oshin Boland just between the 65s goes long where it's 2-on-2 two two inside picking it taking it and turning is Jason O'Neill outside the 20 metre line and clipping it over from the far side as we look for the main stand he's now on 1-2 St Mullins 1-10 Bagnellstown Gales 5 points 23 minutes gone in the first half and St Mullins have to make a change not sure if that's a blood sub or if they're making that change because someone picked up a yellow card yeah, but either way yeah 21 is in Paddy Kehoe I can tell you not a bad substitute not a, yeah there was a, a debate as to whether or not he should start but yeah listen Carl uh, was also on uh, he was on a yellow card so Paddy has been introduced just back from his honeymoon and uh, we wish Paddy all the best also and the very best of luck to Paddy Cahill Connolly, he's only 20, played well last week. And, uh, well, it looks like he'll still be playing for St Mullins in the next couple of weeks and months because as it stands, they're looking good to win Carlo and, of course, go on and compete in Leinster against the Wexford champions, whoever that's going to be. I think they're only at the semi-final stage yeah. in Wexford. But there's a long way to go yet, so let's not... Uh, Let's not get too carried away. Paddy Kyo is in for uh, St Mullins. 32 years of age. He's won four senior titles. And the teacher will hope to, well, not calm things down at the back for St Mullins. It's going well, but just Cahill was on a yellow card, so maybe they were thinking, why take the risk? Yeah, listen, he was on a yellow card, but I'm just saying to have a, a substitute of the calibre of, of Paddy Kyo to come in, like, you know, it's lovely to have. And you never know, maybe before the game, Cahill Connolly was told, look, we're going to give you 20 minutes. Paddy is 14, and we're going to make that change after 40. 
you just don't know Sean Wall who's only 17 wins a great ball inside his own 45 hits it down the wing if they can get a few scores Bagwell Turner right back in this one have they got a line ball? The answer is, well, they think they have it. Went out over the line, inside the 45, inside St. Mullins' territory. I trying to get it back as Mark yeah. MacDonald. Yeah. I thought I it came off his hands. I, I thought the same. I thought like, uh, it, it came off Mark MacDonald's hands, so it did. I, I thought it did, like. And in fact, the linesman also thinks the same. Yep, they took their time in deciding, but why rush it? Jack Cavan is going to strike this line ball on the Jack. perfectly manicured surface of Netwatch Cullen Park. It's looking in great condition. Jack will be one of the senior citizens of this team has said score 2-2 two two in the final in 2006. So he did, like, you know, Jack is there a long time and is a very, very decent hurler. Yeah, he's 33. He's looking for his sixth title. The ball is squirting around the 45, trying to get it back there. It was Niall Bulger, couldn't get it back. It was pulled on and sent down into the path of Philip Connors. Philip Connors pulls on it on the ground looking inside for John Doyle it breaks his way just outside the 13 keeper comes out to block him down but he's still battling for it Doyle getting a little bit of help now from Alfie Corcoran St Mullins if they'd have got that one into hand in the hand of John Doyle they were in on goal but much credit has to go to Corcoran who took the possession got outside the 20 drew the foul free out for Town Gales and once again Corcoran shows what a man he is what a battler he is and how important he is to this club yeah give Andrew Townsend his credit like he's come after that and you can see John Doyle just kind of going for the ball on his own all the space in the world didn't kind of realise that St Andrew was coming went to raise the ball he was tackled anyway just flicked off his hurley and it ended up in a, in a free out to the Bangstone Gales they need a few scores but they're not out of it 111 plays 5 points yeah. St Mullins lead 4 minutes to the break they need a few scores right like you know as I said the hill is getting higher and higher like 111 14 points to 5 you know it's, it's 9 point cap it's a long ways to come Well, they have this free, which, in fairness to Darren Nolan, he's using all his experience to sneak up towards his own 45. The free was from closer to the 20, but he's taken a few extra metres out of that one, Darren Nolan. Nolan, in the middle of the pitch, strikes it down towards the wing forward position, jumping in there to try and get it as Jamie Clark. Clark couldn't get it now. It's being swept up by Philip Connors, who goes to ground. Referee says no free. The break fell to Captain Michael Walsh, who hits it down the park. It was gobbled up there by Darren Nolan, who gets up to the 45. Look for the stick pass. Beautiful stick pass to McCullough. McCullough lets it go between the 65s. They need a score, and they have got it. I thought for a second it dropped into the net. It didn't. It dropped onto the back of the net, if that makes sense. It climbed over the crossbar. Three minutes to the break. 111 plays six points in favour of St Mullins. Jack uh, uh, Jack McCullough with a fantastic score. Yeah, the ball landed on the back of the net. You know, for the people, that's a little bit away. You didn't know whether it was inside the net or outside the net. But listen, the white flag went up. It's 111 to six points, and we're in the 28th minute. Two jacks in midfield. Kavanagh on the Mullins side. McCullough on the Bagnells Town side. That was all about McCullough. What a score that was. If they can get a few more of those, they'll be right back in this match. But James Doyle has won the possession. He's lost it though. JP Tracy inside his own 45 looks to hit it to the wing forward position, but it's taken down out of the sky by Jerk Cody, who gets away from Danny Doyle. Hits it to the man who's running onto it between the 65s. He hand passes it back to Michael Walsh. Michael Walsh with a dipping ball down towards the forward line, which was easily read by Darren Nolan, who takes it on the 45. Darren Nolan looking for a forward inside. He has found one. He had to come out to the 45 to get it. He juggled it on the stick and then he lost it. It was unlucky for Jake Doyle there. St. Mullins farm it long again. And once again, they've given it away. Andrew Townsend comes sprinting off his line, gets up to the 13, sidesteps up to the 20, hits it high in the air. Jer Cody getting under that for St. Mullins. And he's won it. What a catch between the 45 and the 65 hits it down towards the hand of James Doyle Doyle takes it turns steps up to the 45 lets one go and hits it over the crossbar he's now on three from play two from freeze and after 28 and a half minutes of the county final it's 112 St Mullins six points Bagnell Town Gales but Clark has one possession between the 65 gets
gets inside Kavanagh ball on stick up towards the 45 his team need a booster he's still going spills it up towards the 20 metre line it's taken by Mark McDonald. Mark McDonald looking for Doyle Doyle gets it goes to ground lets it go goes loose and it's rescued by Oshin Boland Oshin Boland sends it up for the run of Michael Walsh Michael Walsh wise the tackle of JP Tracy he drops the ball Tracy picks it up Tracy looks to slot it over and Tracy has slotted it over really good score by JP Tracy dispossessed Michael Walsh as he came out of the back line and slotted it over 112 for St Mullen 7 points for Bagmanstown 1 minute to go to the break this game on KCLO brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com JP Tracy was solid as concrete there wasn't he absolutely like his second point but just looking across the field the captain of the ship like for St Mullen's uh, Michael Walsh is down injured the farmer from Newtown he's just kind of looking at a bit of a wrist injury but I can tell you those boys are made of steel this man will be up he'll be up and running Baglandstown have had a good couple of minutes they've got two or three scores they needed that they did they could have the good start Mark McDonald got two points early on in the game he was giving Michael Walsh enough to think about but since then Michael Walsh has kind of opened his shoulders he has come into the game big time and uh, you know just looking to score 15 points to 7 8 points gap like you know yeah. and uh, you know St. Mullins are comfortable in their lead Kilkenny have had a good start against Cork in the All-Ireland Camogie final lead by 4 points 2 no score more on that and this and everything else in the Carlow and Kilkenny sporting world on Emer show tomorrow on KCLR we'll also be sampling the colour of the homecoming from Kilkenny tomorrow win, lose or draw there is a homecoming for Kilkenny there'll be a homecoming for both of these teams as well but which one of them will be carrying the O'Connor Cup I'm not sure yet it looks like St Mullins but as we say in hurling a league can be very easily and very quickly whittled down but not if Baglandstown continue to give the ball away as they just did to Paddy O'Shea swats it forward running back to try and get it as Niall Bulger he's inside his own 45 hits it down the wing running out to try and get there is Jake Doyle he's beaten to it by his own man but he knew he was coming flicked behind him there by Mac McDonald but a green jersey rather than a black and green jersey got in the way it was hit into the stand and it's a line ball to Bagnallstown just inside the 65 of St Mullins yeah John Dorn was the man one of the older players on the team the 35 year old uh, you know he's, uh, he's there for many many years played wing back in the final in 06 he is uh, a great club man he absolutely gives it on to the hurling game but, but down there like hurling in St Mullins is the same as rugby to the All Blacks like they love it Brian Doyle trickles the line ball to Jamie Clark who's on the 45 Clark dances in between the two defenders gets up to the opposition 45 slots a good pass to Paddy McDonald who takes it turns tries to get away from Joe Paddy McDonald has a shot which is going to drop short Joe comes out spills it he's pounced upon by Bagnallstown attackers has he fouled the ball the referee is running in is it going to be a penalty the scramble continues I can't see who has his possession I don't think anyone has I no one's keeping it anyway it's a free in to Bagnallstown yeah he kind of stumbled on the ball he kind of fell on the ball and I would imagine it's going to be free and he hasn't given the signal as such yet or is he going to give a throw in on the 21 metre line no he's going to give a throw in on the 20 metre line that's correct yeah. so Bagnallstown could do with a score before the end of the half two minutes of injury time gone but storming out of defence was Jer Cody hand passes it up to the 45 it's spilled and left behind McCullough takes it has a shot from the 45 ties it off angle McCullough sails it over it's another one for McCullough and Bagnallstown narrow the gap 1-12 St Mullins 8 points Bagnallstown that's a good way to end the half yes they're still in trouble yes they're still 7 points down but it looked far worse a couple of minutes ago and they got a couple of big points and they're still in this game half time in the JJ Cavanagh and Sons Carlos Senior Hurling Final St Mullins 1-12 Bagnallstown Gales 
8 points 3 points for the great Jack McCullough there the man from Glenahari like starting the game a little bit slow after coming into the game he's having a mighty game there now in the middle of the field as I said that's all to play for I know like that there's uh, 1, 8, 12 points or 7 points in it oh Shane but you know Bangerstown will have to come into life in the last 5-6 minutes 6 points to no score in favour of Kilkenny against Cork in the All-Ireland Camogie final you can listen to that on Casey Lohr's Kilkenny frequency Denise Gole has just got a couple of points she was a star figure in 2020 she's a star figure by the look of it today right what will be said in either dressing room at half time Gavin Nolan of course in charge of Town, in charge of St Mullins Morris Aylward two men who know what it is to succeed with clubs yeah listen I expect in the second half also maybe the introduction of you know of Marty you know which, which, which won't make it any easier on Bangestown listen they'll Bangestown they'll be just told to, you know keep at it like you know trying to increase their pace trying to maybe you know build up on their intensity like but listen it's going to be difficult for them they, like they, they will die with their boots on without a shadow of a doubt but they have a mountain at the time do they need to bring Craig Doyle further out he hasn't really yeah. got into it it's not necessarily his fault well listen if you were kind of following Carlo Hurler for years which I have, have an interest in like Paul uh, Paddy, um, Paul Lyle at, at fullback is one of those players you don't see him coming out that often with the ball but you rarely see a man going in past him he's one of those players you know he's like building a wall there like in front of the goalie he's as solid as a rock Mount Leinster Rangers beaten by St Mullins uh, in 2019 in the final St Mullins haven't won one since Mount Leinster Rangers have done the two in a row we know that it won't be Mount Leinster Rangers this year will it be Paglins Town or will it be St Mullins it would take a brave person to call it even though at the break it is a seven point game but Terence we know how quickly things can be turned around in hurling we know how important momentum is well it's true like you know but I'm just saying having to know having to know how a win champions like you know St Mullins have won 27 like, kind of keep repeating like thanks and a good one for many many years probably would be good for hard to see Bangs and win one but listen St. Mullins are not coming up here like to present any any trophies to anybody like you know that's the enemy team yeah they love their game of hurling down there it's a massive sport down in St. Mullins they're very very passionate about that like they're our next door neighbours like we're ending this for two or three hours every year in the you know the league part of the championship and in the championship itself like but as I said at the back of it all like there's great hurling men down there Okay, will it be the 28th title for St Mullins or will it be the first ever title for Town Gales as they are now the club officially formed in 2019 I appreciate yeah. that there was an entity there before that yeah. Aaron Dolan and they had their successes as well the last on the field came in 1967 they won 11 titles overall they'd love today to be the 12th time they won the O'Connor Cup the Carlow Senior Hurling Championship it's looking good for St Mullins but we've often seen it in big games before turnarounds in the second half we could see one today or we could hear one today maybe you're listening and not watching yeah. maybe you're doing both I'm not sure what, what what way you're observing the game but either way we're with you till the finish it's brought to you on Casey Lore with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com Terence before we take a break you've been in this situation many times on County Final Day what's your advice to both teams well listen the advice of St Mullins is more of the same like it's simple enough like that the fans will just tell them lads you have 30 minutes to you know try to rectify this it's not going to be easy but listen give it everything die with your boots on and as I said anything you have leave it on the field and uh, if it's going to be good enough it is but like it's a bit of an uphill battle as it's there okay. we're seeing the subs staying warm staying loose could some of them make an impact you think particularly of Marty Kavanagh who was not included in the starting 15 but could come on at some stage he's come a long way to be here today he's yeah. come from San Francisco will he be going back with a smile on his face half time St Mullins 112 Bagnellstown Gales 8 points we'll be back with the second half live on KCLR shortly stay with us 
KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Carlo Senior Hurling Championship Final. Bagnellstown Gales versus St Mullins. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com. Welcome back to Netwatch Cullen Park. As you join us, St Mullins have won a 65. 40 seconds gone in the second half. 112 St Mullins, 8 points Bagnellstown Gales. Terence, it's fight or flight, isn't it? It's fight or flight is correct. Like, you know, as I said, an unusual stat for the first half. One wide in 30 minutes. Uh, but that time, Paddy Bowen was going through with the ball. He's off the defender and, uh, you know, the big man from Drummond went to go for a score. He's off the defender. It's 65 now and it's going to be taken by... I think it's Jack Kevin, is it? No, no, James Isle. James Isle is taking it. The crowd's subdued at the moment. That will change if this gets a little bit closer. Doyle tries to make sure that doesn't happen with the 65. About eight, eight metres off the terrace side. Luck. It's a beautiful strike. His first of the second half. His fifth overall. And after one minute and 22 seconds of the second half, St Mullins extend their lead. 112 plays eight points. Yes, the second 65 of the game. And uh, James secured that one, sent it over the bar. And Bangalstown uh, are on the attack. They need a few scores and they need them quick. Paddy McDonald sweeps it, tries to pick it up inside the 45. St Mullins, though, win the free out just inside their own 45. Wing back kind of channel. Yeah, yeah Paddy, you know, the teacher, the teacher, uh, he just got that ball. He was kind of throws in and, and a bit of a slap across the fingers there but the referee deemed it's a free down and Jared Cody is prepared to take that free was that point given because I had it 112 to 8 points and the scoreboard hasn't changed since I thought that point was scored from the 65 well I saw the man go for the flag okay was that point given there it's 112 to uh, 8 points on the scoreboard. That's what we'll stick with because that's yeah, what's like, on the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, 2 like, minutes and 10 seconds yeah, gone. Like, and there were 7 points in the half time. Like, that would still say, like, it is 7 points. Maybe it was away, but I, I thought he went for the flag. If it's a 1 point game, the ball bounces inside the area of Bagnellstown Gales. They're defending their own square. Can they pick it up and get it out? Picking it up as Brian Doyle gets outside the 20 metre line, hits it long down the park. Well, longish, but no one was there. Rushing Boland intercepts it, flicks it out to Paddy O'Shea. Paddy O'Shea hits it down towards the square. It's caught by Jason O'Neill, who buries it. And a brilliant start to the second half for St Mullins. The ball was hit in by Ushin Boland. I'm not sure if he was aiming for Jason O'Neill, but Jason O'Neill took it, it bounced to him kindly. He caught a turn and smacked it into the back of the net. 2-12 St Mullins, 8 points, Bagnellstown Gales. And we've got 3 minutes gone in the second half. I think there's an issue with the scoreboard because that goal hasn't gone up either. So it might well be 2-13 as opposed to 1-12. Well, issue with the scoreboard or scoreboard, not the 22-year-old plumber. He's left to score in 2-2 in this county final. He said he's on fire and I'm just said that was a cracking score. Great ball sent in by Oshie Bowler. Was it meant for a pass or was it meant for a score? I don't know, but broke Oshie and it's up on the board now, lads. Well, it's well, it's, not it's a score, but it's not literally up. <laughs> you you meant that up, metaphorically. It's gone up on it now. Ah, there we go. 2.13 to 8 yeah, points. Yes, so the goal and the point have, I have knew, gone up on it. I knew there was no possibility Terence Kelly could be wrong. Well, anyway, I'll tell you one thing. You don't know, you don't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow start for Bagnellstown to the second half. Jason O'Neill takes the ball inside the 20, hits it from right in front of the terrace. He was basically in the terrace, but he, he hit it wide. That's the first wide, O'Shea, in, uh, in, in, in 33 minutes. Four minutes gone almost in the second half. Clark comes and collects it. His team needs something. They need to get going. Many of them have never experienced a county final on the field of play. And the ones that have, well, it wasn't a happy experience. Can they make it something better today? Craig Doyle chasing Arthur. He's inside the 13-metre line at a very tight angle. Back to goal. Craig Doyle tries to float one across the face of goal. He was looking perhaps for Danny Doyle. Can they keep it in play to Mark McDonald? If he could get there, maybe he could get in on goal. They're battling for it. But so are St Mullins. And so is Jer Cody. And Jer Cody gets it. And Camley gives it to Podio. 
Rioche who flicks it back to a man on the end line who hits it long down the park it drops inside the 65 and Baglestown Gales hit it long again JP Tracy well I'm not sure was it a dropping ball or an attempt at a shot but either way it doesn't work out it just bounces wide and it remains after four and a half minutes of the second half St Mullins 2.13 Bagnallstown Gales 8 points yeah JP Tracy is Bagnallstown second wide JP has scored 2 points up to now with that one drop shot dribbled over the end line and Kevin Kehoe is about to take the puck out Kilkenny had a great start but they're all square now in the uh, Camogie final Kilkenny 7 points Cork 1-4 that game live on our Kilkenny frequency Bagnallstown tried to win a break inside the 65 there was a foul committed there on Nile Bulger and it's a free to Town inside their own 65 well they won't know about it because obviously they're concentrating on this game but Cork have made a mighty comeback there can Town make one here well if the rooms, there is room for improvement like you know 11 points down at the present time and uh, you know as I said at that time the, the cornerback he was fouled and uh, it's a free out to devise from Town is taken by Beanie Dial. still scoreless between West Ham and Man City 22 minutes gone there Doyle looks to go long and Kevin Kyo jumped above the crossbar caught it with his hand and smacked it long brilliant stuff it's won on the uh, puck out by JP Tracy JP Tracy hits it down into the wing forward position trying to turn on it now is Paddy McDonald. he's trying to use his speed he's being followed by Paddy Kyo can't keep it in play just trickled away from him just bounced away and it's a line ball to St Mullins just outside their own 20 metre line yeah, JP Tracy is a man who's having a big game he had a massive semi-final last weekend against uh, Mount Leicester Rangers chipping in two points but I'm just saying he's two already today but he's playing really really well there's a mouse in the house Marty Kavanagh is coming in for St Mullins listen it was almost going to happen he touched down at 7.27 the other morning at the airport and I'm just saying you don't bring home a private you know you don't bring home a special a special player like that and not play him like I'm just saying and Corcoran is running out to him he's going to take him on no better man for the task yeah and the fact that the new kid on the block Conor Kehoe who has been by his standards so quiet today like because Conor is one of the top hurlers in the you know in the county like he's a brilliant brilliant hurler Conor has been replaced and Conor has scored two this year already but there's a mouse in the house as you said Richie Whelan is on for Town. there's a line ball to Town over on the far side just in front of the terrace inside the St Mullins half placing yeah. it on the ground is Mark McDonald. they need a boost they need to start getting scores six minutes gone in the second half St Mullins 2-13 Town 8 points yeah Richie Whelan has come on Richie started the last day as cornerback in place of Andrew Casey and uh, today you know in fact the, the coming off is Paddy McDonald. so he is so I'm just saying Paddy like he's a uh, He's, uh, he's, he's worked incredibly hard today and you feel bad for him and all the Town lads at the moment but it's still not over there's still 23 minutes to go and they've done incredibly well to get to the county final can they drive it on I spoke to uh, George Darcy the club chairperson during the week and he said look no matter what happens I'm absolutely proud of these lads and I want everyone to know that he said can you say that on air at some stage and I'm saying it now because I know even now when they're struggling he's still incredibly proud of them as everyone is St Mullins though and there's reason to be proud of them win the ball back hits it down to the 45 trying to get out to it was Paddy Boland Paddy Boland has taken it Paddy Boland goes with the hand pass flick back into Marty Cavanagh Marty Cavanagh trying to get past Corker Marty Cavanagh releases the shot he got past McCullough Marty Cavanagh shot drops St Mullins man tries that's to keep it in play that that's was uh, James Doyle yeah, James Doyle hit it wide I went off James and Hurley Marty played in he was playing in America last uh, last uh, Sunday the day the semi-final and Chris Noel from among Leinster Rangers Chris is based behind he's probably listening to this if you're tuned in Chris listen good day to you boy but uh, Marty's Marty's on the field Chris 
22 minutes to go. St. Mullins, as they always do, have turned up for the big occasion. Jack Cavanagh between the 65s. Hits one down. A bouncing ball to the wing forward position. Taking it up there is Jason O'Neill. He's already on 2-2. Is it 2-3? Yes, it is. That's a fantastic score from Jason O'Neill. And it's turning into a procession. St. Mullins are doing what they do. And coming up with big scores at big moments. 2-14 to 8 points. Eight minutes gone in the second half. It's also the Jason shown nearly at the present time. Two three is a massive score for Jason. I said, I said we remember him so well in Mount Leinster Hedges. We were level with him a minute ago and uh, three years ago. Jason came up with the winner. Just saying he has hurt us a few times. He has hurt in down today. Boland gets it off to Michael Walsh, the captain. He's looking down below for Paddy McDonald, who'd gotten into the wing forward position. He was beaten to it by the defender. Comes to Jack McCullough. Jack McCullough spills it off his stick, tries to keep it alive, flicks it back, and it goes out over the line. It's a line ball to Baglandstown. It clipped off the hurry of Oshin Boland on the way out. And between the 65s, it's a Baglandstown ball. Yeah, that's what Paddy Edward says. I said the ball being placed, and JP Tracy is the one who's being given the task of taking that side and cut. He's about 75 metres out. And here, here he comes with the shot. Ball rebounds into the path of John Doyle. Tries to pick it up just outside the 65. Brian Doyle gets there. Jamie Clark is now in there battling for it. But he loses out. And Paul O'Shea has it on his own 65. Hits it to the opposite side. Jason O'Neill running onto it. He's inside the 45. Gets just outside the 45. Releases a shot under pressure from Sean Wall. But squeezes it over from the terrace side. What a score from Jason O'Neill. He can do it on the left. He can do it on the right. He can do it on the Dublin road end, he can do it on the Sugar Factory end 2.15 St Mullins, 8 points Town. 10 minutes gone in the second half It's a cracking hurler, this young lad just as he lived on the hill going in down in, into St Mullins, this fellow like he's a top chance hurler, as I said that, he has hurt us before he is hurt, he is hurt in Ballonkill or he's hurt in Bangstown now, so he is the man from, you know, from Pimplable Half time in the Camogie, Kilkenny 7 points Cork 1-4, 6 wides for Kilkenny in the first half of that game Denise Gall missed a free on the stroke of half time, Mackie levelled it up for Cork and uh, it's a very different game to how it started, Kilkenny racing out into a 6 points to no score lead but Cork have reeled them back in, Cork 1-4 Kilkenny 7 points at the break, you can listen to the second half on our Kilkenny frequency, that a lot closer than this running onto it is Niall Bulger, Niall Bulger takes it just outside his own 45 Niall Bulger from the centre back position hits it down towards the 45, it's bouncing inside, Mark MacDonald is battling for it he's up against the strong man that is Michael Walsh who just shields the ball and lets it go out over the line, it is a line ball up to Bagnellstown they try to slip it into the path of Craig Doyle, the referee is saying that St Mullins didn't back up enough and it's uh, Baglandstown who get, I'm not sure if it's a free or a line ball but either way it's their decision just outside the 20 metre line, they need a goal they need it fast, 11 minutes gone in the second half, 2.15, plays 8 points It's true, like, you know, just think of Marty there after coming on the field to play, like Marty is friends with a sister of Niall Bulger's and I'm just saying this is a tricky one for her <laughs> does she want her brother or her boyfriend? <laughs> Andrew Casey is on so he is and Sean Wall is off Sean Wall he's had a great season he's only 17 what a hurler I was going to say he's going to be he already is Town have the line ball just outside the 20 metre line a wind up and a poor connection but it does trickle inside the 20 metre line coming out to meet it is Paul Doyle Paul Doyle couldn't get it up but now it's Paddy Keogh the experienced man he came in about 20 minutes into the game and he's done well since intercepting the puck out was JP Tracy well the puck out of defence JP Tracy hits it in long is there something there for Bagmanstown no St Mullins just had too many players back there they're able to get the possession they get it into the hand of Jer Cody and Jer Cody hits it long down towards the run of Paddy Boland who takes it gets up to the 65 goes for the hand pass to Marty Cavanagh he dropped it on the ground got it up again Marty 
Cavanagh backing up towards the 65 it's a loose puck but it just escaped the clutch of JP Tracy falls into the path of James Doyle James Doyle squirts it outside to Jason O'Neill Jason O'Neill having trouble picking it up he's now got it on the 20 metre line as he went towards the terrace he hit it towards the post and hit it over it's his county final he's on 1-3 for the second half he was on 1-2 for the first half he's having a stormer 12 minutes gone in the second half 2-16 St Mullins Bagnall's Town Gales 8 points yeah 2 of 5 like he has scored more than Bagnall's has scored between them like young Jason O'Neill has said this chap is you know it's his final as you say O'Sheen he's having a cracker Bagnall's Town yet to score in the second half St Mullins hit a long bouncing ball inside and it trickles wide and Bagnall's Town will have the chance to go long Andrew Townsend who made a cracking save last week against Mount Leinster Rangers a save that helped them into the final the ball is intercepted in midfield by Marty Cavanagh. Takes it on his own 65. Surges forward. Clattered into by Jamie Clark. Wins the free in. And gives it a bit of a John Milan fist pump. In fact, there's two changes on the Bangstone team. There's two changes after taking Danny Dyle is coming. He's being replaced by Andrew Keegan. And uh, James Dyle is coming on for Mark McDonald. And number 18 for St. Mullins also. Uh, Eddie Dial is coming on for John Dial is the one seems to be going off okay. 29 minutes gone West Ham nil, Manchester City nil. earlier on Manchester United losing 2-1 to Brighton at home and Leicester drawing 2 all with Brentford yeah I'm surprised now with John Dial being taken off listen they know best as I said John Dial has had a mighty game he's got a couple of scores he's set up a couple of scores but the big man from Balabeg is being called to shore maybe he's having a bit of an injury John Doyle who has worked incredibly hard today going off the field of play Morris Aylworth no doubt is delighted with what he's seen from his team not so delighted with that free which was hit wide but shouldn't make too much of a difference 14 minutes gone in the second half 216 that's 22 points to 8 points of Bagnell's Town falls to Craig Doyle who's come out from goal to try and get on possession has the ball on stick gets up to the 45 hits a hand pass hits it just a little bit too far and John Doran intercepts it when it goes wrong it goes wrong and that's happened for Bagnell's Town in the second half they're working incredibly hard they're trying their best but it just isn't quite happening for them yeah pushing the back there for, pushing the back there for Brian Doyle you know it was deemed to be a free down and uh, Bangs don't have this free like but have a mouth at the time Oshin half time in the Camogie as we say it's all square there Bagnus Town go long but it breaks kindly for Jarrah Cody 24,000 people almost at that Camogie final as Bagnus Town soak it up slip it into the hand of JP Tracy who has a go from inside his own 65 middle of the pitch but hits it wide into the Dublin road end it remains 2.16 for St Mullins 8 points for Bagnus Town 14 minutes and 40 seconds gone in the second half yeah 7 wides in the match so far and uh, you know 4 for Bagnus Town 3 for St Mullins and I see Jason O'Neill in the corner back down there and Casey just kind of shoulder one another like you know as I say that uh, Jason has done a lot of damage today St Mullins went long they win the break going to ground was Oshin Poland he wins a free in between the 45 and the 65 it's a free to St Mullins just inside the perimeter of the pitch yeah in fact yeah the, the Oshin Poland playing in the middle of the field no connection to the other chap the other ball no connection to Paddy I don't think but I'm just saying it's a free in it's a free in to the same one as mine and coming out to take it is James Dyle don't forget for reaction to this game and everything else that's going on in the sporting world especially the world around Kilkenny and Carlo go to scoreline.ie and Emer will have a wrap of all the sport this weekend on her show tomorrow taking the free is James Doyle he's got the wind billowing his jersey he's bending lifting striking at a tight angle approaches the 45 as he strikes it as it going across the face of goal and wide it is wide 16 yeah. minutes almost gone 2-16 2-8 points is the score it'll be a good night at the Blanches tonight I'd say 
it'll be a good night down in Burns at Lane, be a good night down at Blanches. I'm just saying it'll be a good night for the St. Mullins men. It looks that way anyway, like unless a miracle happens. And it would be a miracle at this stage. Craig Doyle, Craig Doyle tries to slot it forward, does manage to find McCullough. McCullough looking for the runner on the inside shoulder. He did find him, but it just bounced behind him. Bagnellstown still battling. Doyle in there to try and get it. Jake Doyle, but he couldn't get it. And St. Mullins come out of defence again. There was a point on there. They could have gone and just tapped it over and got the scoreboard ticking over. They're trying to work a goal. I understand that, but maybe if a point is on, you should try and take it. They've yet to score in the second half as the ball is hit from just outside the 45 by by James Doyle. James Doyle puts it over, and it was a good score. 2.17 to St. Mullins. Eight points to Bagnellstown. 16 and a half minutes gone in the second half. Yeah, number seven for James. Three frees. Three from play and a 65. You could say four frees and three from play. So James Dyle, listen, he's back to what he can. He, you know, he was always a cracking hurler, but seven points today and not a bad return. We got a great day's hurling in the semi-final. Semi-finals last weekend. Not so much today yet, unfortunately for Town. Can they show something? A line ball is taken. It's intercepted by Oshin Poland. Oshin Poland slips it back to Paddy Kyo. Paddy Kyo hits it long down the line, looking inside there for Eddie Doyle. Eddie Doyle couldn't make it stick. It's a line ball. Did it go off a Bagnellstown stick or a St Mullins stick? It went off a St Mullins, well, hand rather than stick, the hand of Eddie Doyle. And it's a line ball to Bagnellstown between the 65s, terrace side. It'll be struck by JP Tracy. In five weeks' time, the winners of this, I'm told, play the Wexford Champions. The semi finals are in Wexford today. And. Uh, you know, as it looks as if St. Mullins will be kind of trying to emulate what they did some years ago when they got the lens to final being beaten. 2019, by. wasn't it? They were beaten by, by uh, Bally Hale. Taking the ball on the turn yes, and running up towards the 20 is Jason O'Neill. Jason O'Neill taps it over. He's now on 1-4 for the second half. He's on, by my reckoning, 2-6 for the game. St. Mullins 2-18. Bagnellstown 8 points. 18 minutes gone in the second half. Yes, and he's, having, he's having absolutely having to be, you know, like, you know, he's only 22-year-old. and said that he's a champ for the big day. As I said, he's done it before. And I'm just saying he is having a magnificent game, so he is. Well done to young Jason. Craig Doyle has a goal just outside the 45 at a tight enough angle. It drops. He was desperately unlucky. Caught brilliantly by Kevin Kyo, who's played well today in St. Mullins. Work it out. Paddy O'Shea hits it long down the line. It bounces into the path here of James Doyle. James Doyle tries to turn running onto it now. It's Jason O'Neill because Doyle got something on it. He's stuck to by Andrew Casey, who's come on for Bagnellstown Gales. He tries to dance past James Doyle. It's not easy to do. And Bagnellstown slot the ball to McCullough, who's standing just inside his own 65 middle of the pitch goes long down towards the square bounces and it bounces kindly for Kyo who had all the time in the world to take a touch get it into the hand and give it out to Paddy Kyo Paddy Kyo looking for Joe Cody Joe Cody inside his own 45 it bounces outside the 45 it's pulled on there on the half volley it just gets away from Marty Kavanagh and coming out to read it was the corner back for Bagnellstown Gale he dropped it unfortunately for Andrew Casey but Bagnellstown do manage to get it back and get it to JP Tracy who's just outside his own 45 JP Tracy hits it down towards the 20 metre line but galloping back there was Paddy Kyo and Paddy Kyo hits it out to Michael Walsh Michael Walsh on the 45 hits it long down the park completely unmarked as Eddie Doyle takes the ball didn't even have to jump for it dances a few steps forward and hits it wide across the face of goal from the terrace side 19 minutes gone in the second half 218 that's uh, 24 points plays 8 points St Mullins cruising to another cruising county final they're 28 yeah Kevin as I said we were talking there about the host Kevin in goal and uh, you know as I said the first goes on command there is a sub party and uh, you know I said a two players from hurling families steeped in hurling ball rolls down into the path of Paddy Boland who's inside the 65 goes to ground just between the 65s 
and now it's a free to St Mullins the sting completely gone out of this game yeah. at the start there was a lot of excitement there was the usual county final buzz but unfortunately the, yeah, the, the air has gone out the of the steam, balloon yeah, the steam have gone out like Paddy Bowling this young student from Drummond like he's having a mighty game also and Marty's going to try to get his first score today all the way back from um, from all the way back from America but uh, no, as I said that a lot of the young lads have really up to the game from St. Morris in the last two or three games average enough for the first couple of games in the league but you know you win that nearly on in the campaign they came right at the right time and there's a team that will be you know they'll, they'll give a good, a good account of ourselves in Leinster Erling Haaland criticised for a miss last week in the Community Shield well he's made up for that today he scored against uh, West Ham 1-0 City lead in that game they're away today the ball is struck by Marty Kavanagh just inside the 65 by the time he released the shot it goes wide he was from a tight enough angle just in front of the stand it remains with 10 minutes to go 218-28 points and some fans are beginning to make their way to the exit yeah, listen, it's been a bit disappointed. They said they had a very good day here in 2009, ran Rangers to two points. They were beat by 16 points in uh, three years later, I think it was. But this is St. Mullins are completely on top, so they are. And they can see it down underneath Morris Albert, Tom Dyle, and Gerald Lennon. They're happy campers. Connor's got the ball just Connors. inside the D. He could have run in on goal, but there was two defenders between him and the goal, so he just tapped it over the crossbar. His first score of the game. His first score. 21 minutes gone, St. Mullins 219. Yeah, his, his first score of the game. He got a couple last week, so he did. Like, you know, he's a decent little hurler small little chap like you know but he's, he's, he's full of energy and he's full of hurling you have to lose one to win one that's what they say Bagnell's Town are going to lose today but it's about what lessons they can take it's about how they bounce back and they can bounce back they're a resilient bunch of lads here's Craig Doyle getting it just outside the 20 metre line and he sails over the first point of the second half for his team he deserved that Craig Doyle his first from play in the game and it's 9 points Bagnell's Town 2.19 St Mullins 21 and a half minutes gone affectionately known as Styler to people who have followed Hurland and Carlo for the last number of years like he's one of these players like he's always there like you know he gives it all to the thing like you know and as I said it hasn't been his day today but listen we'll all still look up to him as a cracking hurler fantastic hurler he has led his team well and um, maybe and I know it's easy to say now but maybe the week between games suited St Mullins because they're more experienced oh, as Marty Kavanagh takes it approaching the 20 metre line coming off the wing he just taps it over and Kavanagh is back in the game Kavanagh is back for St Mullins taps it over the crossbar 2.20 to 9 points 22 minutes gone in the second half yeah played in America for the last couple of games the teams haven't been going that well in America apparently with the reports I'm hearing like, but you know Marty no matter where he's playing he's the top class hurler well, he didn't leave his hurl in San Francisco. That's the important thing for St. Mullins. He's come back and played well. Yeah, he's come back and played very well. Like, you know, and I was speaking with some Bangsam players during the week and said, listen, we want Marty back. We don't want it ever to be said. If Bangsam were to win, that would beat him without Marty. Or, yeah, well, that they would without Marty playing. So, listen, he's yeah. here. Like, it didn't go well for Bangsam. But listen, fair play to them. They're here anyway, like, and it's hopefully like to learn from it. It's a free and yeah, now. G- getting to a county final is never a bad thing. It's how you apply the lessons if it doesn't go your way. They make another change. Jamie Whelan is coming in. Not quite sure who he's going off for. Yeah, Jamie Whelan is coming off. Yeah, 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 Jake Dyle is coming off. Jake Dyle is coming off. But it wasn't Jake Stay, like he's a cracking underage hurler. Jamie Whelan's in for Jake Dyle. Number 17 for number 13. It's just such a tough day Jamie Whelan he's an experienced classy hard working hurler he always gives it everything just like his team today and they tap over a free from just inside the 45 it's Doyle I think who struck it yeah it was Craig Doyle took it yeah yep. two from a free one from play as I said that you know it's a consolation score for them like 210 what there's, there's 16 points in it they're beat by 16 points here in the last time they played in the final by Mount Leinster Rangers but you know as I said that uh, you know like they're better than the score would suggest 
Corcoran tries to get under the puck out. He does get his stick on it. It breaks, but Marty Cavan is on top of him. Corcoran does very well. Jumping in for uh, St. Mullins is Jack Cavanagh, but he's beaten to it. Storming out of defence is J.P. Tracy. Gets up to the 65, hits it down the line, where it's a 2-1-1 in favour of St. Mullins. But it still might break to Andrew Kane, who does take it, much to his credit. Kane looks for a pass. He was hooked, and then it was swept out over the line by Paul Doyle. It's a line ball to Bagnellstown, just outside the 45, which Jamie Clark will take. He yeah. tried to take it quickly. They're not just trudging around here. They are trying things. They are working hard. They are trying to get scores. They've just been completely outclassed today. Yeah, being completely outclassed. Like, and as I said to you before, speaking with Brendan several times, like Paul Lyle is one of those players. You never see him kind of charging up with five or six miles during the match, but rarely will you see a man getting in past him. So can they get a goal back in this town? Just tack on a couple of scores. Craig Doyle standing over the line, Paul, inside the 45, inside St. Mullins' territory, facing the Sugar Factory end. He gets good height on that. It's going to drop in towards the square. It's flicked on by a hurley. But is it disallowed? It is. It is. The ball ends up in the net, but the referee, Paddy Murphy, deemed it was a free out for the the forward going in on top of the goalie and the cornerback as the ball was dropping in. So it's a free out. So, you know, no joy for Bangladestown. What, 10 points to 2.20 and what, what, six minutes to go? It was a lovely line ball by Craig Doyle. He knew exactly what yeah. he was doing. Unfortunately for Town, the free was given probably rightly. And in fairness to the referee, he can't say to himself, well, look, they could do it a goal. I'll just let it go. He has to apply the rules. He has and to he apply did the there. rules. Like, and, you know, there was no controversy about it. Like, nobody ever said a word. Like, you know, they, they, like, they agreed that the man was in the square. But Jason O'Neill is on the prowl. Jason O'Neill takes it with his back to goal on the 20-metre line. He's basically human. on the terrace. He, he hits it wide. Five minutes to go. St. Mullins 2.20. Bagland Town 10 points. Also, yeah. county final day in Loud today. Knockbridge. The greatest herder of all time. There's one for you. We have yeah. a Loud lady listening to us today, and she tell you that herself. Aoife, she was here, normally comes along to do the uh, stats. Who's the uh, Carlin man involved with Loud, by the way? Um, I forget his name. In fairness, he was talking to Kevin Regan on Is his podcast during the week. Would he have to I actually, you know, I was listening in the car. Sound, I, I was listening in the. Yeah, I think that's a, definitely Bagland Town, but yeah. I was listening in the car, so I didn't actually quite catch the name, but. Uh, St Mullins go to drop it in and it's caught by the goalkeeper Andrew Townsend who could do nothing to stop either goal oh it's intercepted brilliantly by Philip Connors he turned over his man he let a shot go but he dropped it short four minutes to go 2.20 for St Mullins 10 points for Town Gales and it finds its way to Brian Doyle Brian Doyle looking into the midfield area for McCullough but it's swept up again by Marty Cavanagh Marty Cavanagh swats a hand pass onto the runner he measures and shoots it's Paddy O'Shea he releases the shot from the 65 the opposition 65 and he hits it wide 2.20 St Mullins 10 points Town Gales 3.5 minutes to go 5 wides for St Mullins 5 wides for Bagnallstown as Paddy sends that one uh, sends it to the right hand side and wide well football takes over from next weekend on Carlo like a a good number of counties have done it in blocks they run off the hurling and now they yeah. run off the football uh, today's game on KCLO brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com yeah it's a fact like football anybody is into hurling will miss it for there's going to be a long winter like you know but listen the football people have their, have their chance also to start next weekend Ball spills. Can Town get onto it to James Doyle? James Doyle spills it, but he might spill it to a fellow black and green jersey. He has indeed. It's picked up by Richie Whelan, who's in a tight corner, makes his way outside the 13 and wins a free in. His hurley was held as he was turning in. Well, it's a tough day for Town. made probably even tougher by the fact that St Mullins will be passing through the town on their way back to the beautiful, beautiful area that St Mullins is yeah, with the cup. Paddy Walsh, a third member of the Walsh family down there. Paddy has been introduced. And uh, who is kind of going? Oh, Jack Cavanagh is the one who's making way. 
Got Jack has a bucket full of medals down there, so he has been one of the great servers of St. Mullins, so he is brother of Marty's, and uh, you know, he's one of those people that has given his life for Hurling. Craig Doyle with the free, just outside the 20 metre line, about five metres off the line. Craig Doyle tries to sail it over. And has he? I think he has. The he white has, flag is being has, raised. Yeah. Craig Doyle, much to his credit, has not stopped working today. I was saying it earlier on. Uh, that makes it 220 to 11 points in favour of St Mullins, by the yeah. way, two minutes ago. I was saying earlier on that maybe the week between games was worse for Town than it was for St Mullins. They had two weeks. Physically, they could have recovered better. Mentally, yeah. they could have prepared better. And I think that stuff is more important for the inexperienced team. Yeah, well, technically... They'll probably say it's good for one or the other, like you know. Yeah. As I said, you know, had they had their they had their big victory last week, like to beat, uh, you know, to beat Mount Leinster Rangers was a bit of a, you know, a bit of a surprise to many people. But listen, the yeah. fair and square Rangers were poor on the day. Well, they meant to look poor on the day, which yeah. is more like it. But you know, as I said, that same Mullins, the old dog for the hard road, and I'm just saying they have done this so many times. They're a serious club down there, and there's no reason why it won't go well in Leinster. And we hope they do. Paddy O'Shea launches one from deep, ah, but it goes wide. Seamus Murphy has been introduced, the big man from, from I think he's from Drana down there. Yeah, the big man is coming in. Seamus Murphy is in the game for St Mullins. He can enjoy it. And James Doyle is the one that's coming off. James Doyle. He's had a good game today. Ah, yeah. Well, you'd feel bad for Baglands Town, but as I say, you have to be proud of any team that gets to a county final if you're from Baglands Town or a supporter of the club now is the time they need your support now is when they need you to clap them on the back and say you know what we're with you we support you we know that you'll be back we know you'll work hard it's not an easy mountain to climb but it's one they can do it's not an easy mountain to climb they have a very good under 20 team Baglands Town I've watched them play now twice each year very very impressive that's a free in that's a free in and probably a yellow card kind of an accidental thing from from Andrew Casey I think but it's a free in anyway. Jason Neal was on the prowl and he was a free in and uh, Marty will be going to take this free because James Dyle has been called ashore. It's a mixture of young and old on that St Mullins team. You just ah, mentioned yeah. Seamus Murphy coming in there. He's looking for his sixth title. He's he 35. Is. He is. He played full forward on the intermediate team this year. Like, you know, he caused many, many problems. So he did. Like, you know, St Mullins left to have a good year. They won the junior there like a few weeks ago. They were looking not to get to the intermediate final. Rangers beat a five point. And Rangers were beaten last night. So... You know, as I said, St. Mullins are in a good place down there at the present time. And uh, the underage competition is still to go. I presume to have another 20 in the minor team. Without a doubt they have, because of St. Mullins. They have loads of hurlers down there. Well, a lot of talk about a mouse during the week, but they've more than eked out the victory. As the man I just mentioned, Marty Cavanagh, takes the free just outside the D and zips it over. 2.21 St. Mullins, 11 points, Bagnall's Town, 25 seconds into injury time. Yeah. And the Gales just want the whistle to come. And they want to get back and just lick yeah. their wounds and just... You know. Two points to Marty, one from play, one from free. As I said that, uh, you know, as I said that, to have the luxury of the like of Marty being left on the line for maybe 40 minutes. Seamus Murphy, Murphy comes out and takes it, passes rather than shoots, to gave Paddy it to Paddy Boland. Boland, it was intercepted, his shot by it's Andrew Casey, in. and it's a free in. Got a slap on the arm as he was just going to get that ball. It's a free in. Paddy Murphy, even if it's a free in, he did get a bit of a tip on the arm. And the Paddy Boland, another youngster, he's only 22 years of age, another youngster like, you know, that has caused many, many problems this year. Big, strong chap. And uh, he's a player that I really love watching. He scored 313 up to today. And today, I think he's at the score. And he scored one point yeah. today. Like, but he's a, he's a good kid. Himself and John Dyle are two youngsters, two big men and uh, two good lads. What was interesting there was Seamus Murphy could have just tapped a point over and he say, could. I scored again on county final day. But he didn't. He tried to work a goal. Now Kavanagh just taps over the free, just outside the 20-metre line. 32 minutes almost gone. 2.22 St Mullins, 11 points, Bagnall's Town. Yeah, listen, the cup is going where, like, where it deserves to go. Like, they were the better team on the day. There's no ifs, ands, and what's about it. Like, you know, Bagnall's Town had their final.
final last week they were brilliant so they were like you know and as I said they won it on mirrors today it was a little bit of an anti-climax for them but hopefully like they will be back and Ballon Killen and Mount Leinster Rangers who were beaten by narrow margins last week are looking on and they're probably thinking maybe it could have been us maybe next year we can make it us as Craig Doyle wins a break outside the 45 tries to drop it in they're trying to work a goal but it bounces all the way back to the goalkeeper who slots it out to John Doran Ballon Killen came so close last week Mount Leinster Rangers came so close last week it tells you how tight it is in the JJ Cavanagh and Sons Carlo Senior Hurling Championship Seamus Cavanagh comes out to wing forward wins a ball goes to ground tries to slip it out to a man who's in support there that's Paddy Boland it was Seamus Murphy rather than Seamus Cavanagh and Paddy Boland has a shot inside the 45 which he hits wide on the near side that's the final shot of the game St Mullins capture title number 28 St Mullins 222 Bagnells Town Gales 11 points yeah disappointing disappointing like for the Bagnells Town Gales players like you know, they came into this game full of hope you know, but went home without, like, without a victory. As I said, that you know, it's a, it's, it's a difficult thing to take. As I said, they were so brilliant last week, and they were so up for this week. I was in Bankstown half a dozen times this week, and there was a buzz around the place. But listen, they have hopefully they learned from the experience. Like they have been, like they've had a very, very good year. They have a very good under-20 team. They have a very good under, a very good minor team. So they have. Listen, it's a bit of a disappointment from today, but listen, they'll be back. They will indeed. Just to let you know, in the Camogie, it's now 10 points for Kilkenny, 1-8 for Cork. Searsha McCarthy with a Cork point from play there. Um, you can text us on 083 306 We'd love to talk to you about this or any other sporting matter. We'll be flicking back over to the Kilkenny frequency soon enough to hear the conclusion of the All-Ireland Camogie final, which is tight between Kilkenny and Cork. Unfortunately, today, Terence, this wasn't tight St Mullins it's not like Town did anything overly wrong St Mullins just hit their peak hit their form listen it was like Hurlem was the winner like there wasn't a dirty stroke in the game maybe a couple of yellow cards kind of soft yellow cards but on the day like St Mullins I, I kind of felt coming into the game that you know like they had the experience they had a couple of big players on the bench you know as it turned out they would have won the game without the big players I said like they were very very dominant in most parts of the field uh, Jason O'Neill gave an exhibition of hurling so he did like being John Dyle was taken off but uh, he must have had an injury John Dyle you know, he put a lot into the game James Dyle was very very good but behind like defensively like they were under no, they're under no real pressure Paul Dyle commanded the full back line ABC with John Dorn and uh, Paddy Cajone within there but you know the captain Mike Welch centre back and Jerry Cody Paddy O'Shea like they, you know like they were under no real pressure and said by his own starters Craig Dyle was quiet he scored maybe four points Mark Patel started well got a couple of points early on Jamie Tart didn't get the show his speed as he often does like you know Paddy McDonald was substitute in the second half Jake Dyle didn't have one of his better days and Danny Dyle was taken up so there's a strength of their midfield the guard scored five points from the middle of the field last week uh, Banks and Bison scored three today uh, two for JP and three for Jack McCullough but listen they met a good team the better team that were better than them and they're fair play to say one is like you know the one yep. on merit and uh, you know like you don't score 222 and be lucky it's uh, 222 to 11 points that's a bit of a beat people will wonder what happened to Bagnall's Town Gales as good as St Mullins were Bagnall's Town Gales they worked hard it just didn't happen for them no. now I put it to you during the game and it's something I want to get into here I think St Mullins given their experience and bench and squad were able to handle that weak turnaround much much better than Bagnall's Town it's not um, a criticism of them it was just incredibly tough for them to rise again and recover physically and I don't think they could and I don't think they did and I think it caught them today yeah it's true like, but ex- like there's, there's, it's very difficult to, you know, to substitute uh, experience I see like down through the years I said St Mullins now have 28 titles now they've only a couple of minor titles but they always pick up a couple of players every year a couple of youngsters every year I see our own lads won four minors on the trot. We find it difficult like, to get players out, like you know. But St. Mullins, they kind of, you know, they're, 
they kind of watch a couple of players to bring them through like they're a team down there like hurling down there is the same as rugby to the All Blacks I'm just saying like you know they're mad about it they're not really the best mad. example to use given the All Blacks were battered by South Africa yesterday <laughs> and beaten in and the beat series by Ireland <laughs> but I know what you mean I yeah, know what you no, mean it's, it's, it's like saying you know, football like, and Kerry even when they're not winning all Ireland's football is still a religion in Kerry it's a religion in St Mullins as well there, like, a place know. that is described in the Discover Ireland um, guide as tranquil it will be anything but tonight anything anything but tonight there'll be plenty of life down there all jokes aside the people in the graveyard could be a bit of a movement down there like tonight like you know I said there is you know there is a lot of passion down there about their game they're a very very proud club and uh, you know as I said they're our neighbours and there are times we have to kind of put up with the horns blowing going down to the street but listen fair play to them it has happened the other way also well I wonder when he founded the parish when he stumbled upon the beautiful place that is St Mullins on Barrowside could uh, St. Moiling know what was coming could he know what was building if you tried to describe it to him now if he came back to life would he understand it I'm not so sure but I can tell you right now I can see it I can feel the joy I can feel that just the, the love of everyone for hurling the love of winning the O'Connor Cup the love of coming and supporting their team and it's clear to see and clear to feel here in uh, Netwatch Cullen Park today St Mullins are the champions for the 28th time they've beaten Town Gales unfortunately for Town Gales it just didn't happen today we've seen that happen to teams in finals before me being a Waterford person I immediately think of 2008 Kilkenny and Waterford maybe Antrim and uh, Tipperary back in was it 89 yeah. uh, Mayo and Kerry back in 0304 that kind of region but you can bounce back from these things you now. can bounce back but like you know it's not easy as I yeah. said it's, it's not easy like to be tradition as I said to have a massive tradition down there you know as I said to have a massive tradition to have a massive, massive amount of passion in the game yeah. down there in the earlier I was like anybody can take it but like come the final say yeah. bonus are a different animal and Baglestown are on it's a bit strange sometimes with teams you talk about them getting to finals and yeah. maybe they peak like that Waterford team in 08 they were past their peak Mayo that team in 03-04 past their peak yeah. Antrim in 89 weren't past their peak but the final caught them they were caught like rabbits in the headlights I would say for this Town team they actually have a bit more that they can get out of themselves now it's not guaranteed and nothing in life no, in sport is but there is more to them and they can get more out of themselves especially if Craig Doyle stays around and Alan Corcoran and yeah. they've got a lot of young fellas around them there is like you know but there's a bit of a few miles coming on the track of some of them too like I said they were very good under 20 team I saw them playing a couple of times this year impressed with them but nevertheless they still probably find it hard to win the under 20 you know as I said it's difficult to win as I said the Pox of Horner are on in the south of the county play football as all in the north of the county but you know as I said same one as this is this is you know this is both food and drink for them yeah. like, they love their game uh, down there and uh, listen they're going to be hard to knock up they're going to give a good account of themselves I'm looking forward like, to the, the Wexford champions coming here and that should be good the semi-finals are on in Wexford today I'm sure Shane will keep you in touch with those in studio yeah, yeah. Michael Walsh and Jason O'Neill are coming up to collect the O'Connor Cup before we hear from them Terence what did you make of the championship overall this year listen I thought some of the games earlier on like were very very average if you look at the table like Rangers finished top Ballon finished second uh, St. Mullins finished third and Bangestown finished fourth as the third and fourth team got to the final like the league part you know there's no point in having the bragging rights in the first round second round or third round it's today is the day you want the bragging rights as I said uh, Bangestown Gales their big game was in the semi-final they were credited ourselves credited the top but they were credited today too like they never you know as I said they wanted a dirty stroke in the game like they played the game of hurling yep. it was a learning like like they went through this uh, I think it was nine, I think it was 2013 like they were beaten by as many scores you know with Mount Leinster Rangers after being run among Leinster Rangers in 2009 to two points 113 to 111 I think that's what it was but I'm just saying you know as I said that 
There'll be days like this for me. There's days that, you know, you don't want to remember. But nevertheless, they got here on merit. They're a decent team, as I said. You know, hopefully, like, they can learn from it. But they're like the same mullets, and, like, they're never too far away uh, uh, from, from Silverware. Like, they've gone through the mill so often, like, and they know how to win titles. Well, the trophy is about to be presented. We will try and get a word with some of the players or a member of management uh, with St. Mullins. We'll try and talk to Bagnallstown as well, although, as you're probably well aware, they wouldn't necessarily be in the mood to talk. Uh, the Camogie final continues on the Kilkenny frequency. If you'd like to listen to that, Kilkenny taking on Cork there. Kilkenny had a great start, but they've been real back in. How was the score now, Oshie? Uh, the score is 1-8 to 11 points, so it's all square oh, there. Square. Oh, all square. square. The homecoming in Kilkenny. Is there long to go? Uh, there is about 12 minutes to go. Right, right. Hopefully, hopefully, like they can, uh, you know, they can get one over the Cork girls. It's now 12 points to 1-9. Still all square. In fact, Cork have just got a point, so it's 1-10 to 12 points. It's changing all the time. One thing that doesn't change in Carlo Hurling is St Mullins being around the top, and we've seen that yet again today. The speech will be made by Michael Walsh. I spoke to him after last week's game, yeah. and he was so calm, even though it was very tight against Ballinkillen, and you could just sense the experience of him. He knew what county final day was all about, and I said, you know, what will you do to prepare? And he said, ah, we'll get it into the water, yeah, we'll do a few pucks, and we'll get ready. And you just knew they'd be ready, regardless of what Bagnallstown threw at them today. They were ready for it, and then some. This Michael, like the farming in the St Mullins area, they also have land in the Burris area, like there. I tell you, those are hardy boys to go. Like I know them well. I know the yeah. lads well, and their father before Mick Welsh, as I said, uh, you know, as I said, he played with the county for many years and was around with him for a while anyway. But a hardy fella. But I'm just saying that, uh, like you know, a gentleman. Like they're they're, they're so lads. They're so lads. They're hardy boys, though. Don't 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 cross them. I won't. That's good advice. And they're good hurlers as well. And they're bringing the cup. Back to Barrow side. Well, it was going to go Barrow side tonight, regardless, wasn't it? But uh, it is going a little further south, down to St Mullins, tucked in between Wexford and Kilkenny. It kind of feels like you're in Canada with the forestry and the hills, but it's yeah. very, very much Carlo. It's very, very much Erling territory, and the entire team are going to come up for the presentation of the yeah. cup. We're still waiting for it here. We'll stick with you. We'll try and eavesdrop on it if we possibly can. We'll try and get a word with one or two of the players. I the see. management are staying below on the pitch. Morris Aylward, he's been there and done that. He's done it with Bally Raggart. He's done it with Bally Hill Shamrocks, and now he's done it with St Mullins. Yeah, you have Tom Dyler with him, the plastering, plastering contractor down there, and a good one. A good one, I can tell you. And Gerald Lennon, as I said, they are down there. They are management, and they're like they are massive hurling men. I'm just saying, Gerald Lennon lives down the road from me in the parish of Burris. He was brought up in Bahana down in the parish of St. Morris. He moved into his farm down here near us. But I'm just saying, they love the hurling. They're absolutely passionate about their game. And I see, I see uh, the captain's father down there in the middle of the field, Nick Welsh there, and his mother and his family there, and shaking hands with many, many people. Like, but proudly for St. Morris, but they have had many proud days. And they've built it up over the years. They didn't take anything for granted. They kept working away on the club facilities. They've got that beautiful AstroTurf facility. The pitches are in great order. There's one that is practically a slope on a mountainside. But the main pitch is absolutely beautiful. Ah, I took a drive in there on Friday. It was a beautiful sunny day. Took a walk around and I just thought to myself, yeah, I can understand how this club have won so much. I can understand how they compete at the highest level. And you know what? Now that they've captured Carlo yet again, their thoughts will go to Leinster and why not they came so close a couple of years ago they desperately love to win an AIB Leinster club title they would of course like you know what I said they would of course I said they played the Wexford Champions and the winners of that played the winners of Dublin and Leash and in fact they have the Wexford Champions at home and the winners of 
the Wexford and Carlow winners uh, are at home again to either the Leash or the Dublin champions. So if they could get over the Wexford champions, and there's not no reason to say they won't get over them, I'm just saying it would be another crowd puller here because like we've had the Dublin champions here many, many years ago. Like, you know, Ballyboden St. Dennis, like uh, Mount Nelson Rangers played them. And I remember they had 11 players the, on the Dublin panel playing that day. And remember this Dublin woman saying, hey, will they give us a game? You know, <laughs> but anyway, she got to know before the game was over. But there's nothing to say like it, you know, it can't happen again. Terence, you've so many talents, but a Dublin accent is not one of those talents, I have to say. <laughs> All right, love, she said. <laughs> I'm sure everyone calls you love. Anyway, no, that's no, that's the story, like you know, that's yeah. that's the story, like. But you know, as I said, that they're, they're a team, like you know, as I said, I'm not saying it will be the Wexford lads, but I can tell you one thing, it won't be easy for the Wexford champions here. And you've it all mapped out. It is the Wexford champions first. We don't know who those champions are. Well, I'm led to believe that Miriam Wall turned a late free for Kilkenny and Denise Gall tapped it over. A pressure score, if ever there was one, but she managed to get it in Kilkenny, are champions of the Camogie. St Mullins are champions in the hurling, and they will represent Carlo again in the Leinster Championship. Uh, as I said earlier on, St Mullins is described in the Discover Ireland guide as a tranquil place. It will be anything but tonight. The celebrations will go on for at least a couple of days and then they'll knuckle down for Leinster for Bagnallstown it's a tough place to be um, for the hurlers of the Gales because they came to county final day with hope and expectation didn't quite happen for them but I hope they enjoy each other's company in the next couple of days I hope they take a bit of rest because they deserve that rest having battled their way to the county final it didn't work out for them on the day but it's not to say that they won't take the lessons learn the lessons and apply the lessons next year but the thing about sport and the thing about life is you just don't know what's around the corner so enjoy each other while you can enjoy the joy and try and get through the pain together and of course in recent days we've seen the context of sport well, it's true, and we right, know the know. context of sport is in, you know, yeah. compared to what is actually happening in real life it's not that important so yeah but you, know. you see the tragedies in yep. Tipperary like you know when you see that you know kind of brings things back to, you know as I said yep. back here today like to see the sport a good crowd the sun shining yep. the band playing people walking behind the band like you know it's probably the greatest sport in the world well, certainly it's the greatest day in the world for St. Mullins. 28 times they've been ch- champions in Carlow. 2022 is the 28th, and they're going to celebrate that for Town. We say hard luck. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks for sticking with us throughout the Hurling Championship on KCLOR, the football to come, and then back to Hurling and football as these teams go into Leinster and hopefully represent Carlow with pride and represent their people and their parishes with pride. Terence Kelly, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks to the Carlow County Board who put a wonderful day together. Uh, hard luck to Town. Well done to St. Mullins. From Terence and myself, Oshin Langan, it is goodbye. KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Cavanagh Sons Carlow Senior Hurling Championship Final. Bagnell's 10 Gales versus St. Mullins. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com.